So, you're dreaming of being able to carry on a conversation in Spanish for your next vacation, at work, or even just with a Spanish-speaking friend. Well, we've got 65 free beginner Spanish conversation practice sessions waiting for you at funandfree.fluencyfix.com. But before you practice with your virtual conversation practice partner, let's have a quick mini lesson first so that you'll really ace the conversation. Ready? Let's go. Now here's your teacher, Manuel, to explain a few things you'll need to know before you practice the conversation with your virtual practice partner. Hello and welcome to Beginner Spanish Lesson 14, Asking For and Giving Directions, Part 4. My name is Manuel and in this lesson you will learn some more useful phrases in Spanish for when you have to ask for and give directions. During your first trip to a Spanish-speaking country, you may want to get to a specific place. In the case of this conversation, a payphone. But since you are not familiar with the area, you may have to ask for directions to arrive at your destination. For this reason, today, we will be practicing some more ways to ask for and give directions in the Spanish language. Let's start! In this conversation, the context is a tourist who needs to get to a specific place, a payphone. After looking around for a long time and not finding their destination, they stop to ask for directions. They ask the following. Hay un teléfono público cerca de aquí? Hay un teléfono público cerca de aquí? Hay un teléfono público cerca de aquí? Let's review the grammatical aspects of this question. First, we have the word hay, which is the Spanish equivalent of saying there is or there are in a statement. However, since this is a question, it becomes is there? Then we have the indefinite article un. Un is the Spanish equivalent of the article a. Together as a set phrase, hay un is the same as saying, is there a... Later, we have the noun, teléfono público, which is the Spanish equivalent of saying, payphone. Following this noun, we have the prepositional phrase, cerca de, which means, close to or near. Finally, we have the demonstrative adjective of location, aquí, which means here. The whole thing, hay un teléfono público cerca de aquí, then means, is there a payphone near here? After this, we have a response to the individual's question. Si, está fuera del banco. Si, está afuera del banco. Si, está fuera del banco. Let's review some grammatical aspects of this statement. First, it starts with the affirmative adverb si, which is the same as saying yes. Then, we have the third person singular conjugation of the verb estar, está, which is used to talk about the location of a concrete object. In this statement, it means it's. Following this verb, we have the adverb afuera, which is the Spanish equivalent of saying outside. After this, we have the word del, which is a contraction of the words de and el. It can mean from the or of the, among other things. In the case of this statement, it means of the. Finally, we have the noun banco, which is the same as saying bank in English. The whole thing put together, si. Está fuera del banco, then is the Spanish equivalent of saying, yes, it's outside the bank. The next question we will be looking at is, ¿Cómo llego al banco? ¿Cómo llego al banco? ¿Cómo llego al banco? Let's review the grammatical aspects of this question. The question starts with the question word, ¿Cómo? Which means, how. Then, we have the first person singular present tense conjugation of the verb llegar. Llegó which is the same thing as saying I get or I arrive in English. Following this verb, we have the word all, 
which is a contraction of the two Spanish words a and el, and can mean many things, such as ada or tuda. In the case of this statement, it means tuda. Finally, we have the noun banco, which again means bank. Altogether, as a set question, ¿Cómo llego al banco? is then the Spanish equivalent of saying which way is the bank or how do I get to the bank? Then we have a final statement in the conversation. Solo dobla la esquina y lo encontrarás justo ahí. Solo dobla la esquina y lo encontrarás justo ahí. Solo dobla la esquina y lo encontrarás justo ahí. Let's review the grammatical aspects of this statement. The statement starts with the adverb solo, which is the Spanish equivalent of saying just in English. Then we have the verb dobla, which is the second person singular imperative of the verb doblar. Dobla means you turn or go right around. After this, we have the definite article la, which is the same thing as saying da. Following this article, we have the noun esquina, which is the Spanish equivalent of saying corner. Then we have the Spanish conjunction y, which is the equivalent of and. This conjunction is used to connect two sentences or words or phrases that are the same part of a speech or fulfill the same grammatical function. Then we have the direct object pronoun lo, which in the context of this statement means it. Following this direct object pronoun, we have the second person singular future tense conjugation of the verb encontrar, encontrarás, which is the same thing as saying you will find. After this, we have the adverb justo, which means just. Finally, we have the demonstrative adjective of location allí, which means over there. The whole statement, solo dobla la esquina y lo encontrarás justo allí, then is the same thing as saying, just go right around the corner and it's right there. Alright, this was some more key vocabulary and grammar you needed to know to ask for and give directions in Spanish. Now you can have fun practicing this conversation. See you next time for Beginner Spanish Lesson 15. Now you're ready to practice this conversation with your virtual conversation practice partner. Just click Beginner Spanish at funandfree.fluencyfix.com. Have fun!